Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. You know the drill. You put in five bucks, you get $150 in free plays if you're a new customer betting on these NBA games. All right. Now, joined by the multi-talented PJ Brown. PJ, a lot of people just associate you with women's basketball. Not so fast. We're about to talk about another uh, another part of the PJ Brown repertoire right here. Absolutely. Hi, Mike. It's great to be back on. It's been wow. a while. Yeah, it's been a while. So let's uh, first and foremost, uh, you cover obviously softball as well. By the way, real quick, where can everybody find your work? Because again, as I tell people all the time, if you're not following PJ, you're a lesser person for it. Where can you, where can everybody find all your work? All my work is on at, um, you can either go to Tucson.com, the Arizona Daily Star, or you can get it for free on the Wildcaster. Just download that app and you get my stuff. You get Bruce Pascoe, you get Michael Lev, you get Justin Spears and Greg Hansen and Alec White. You get everybody. Caitlin Schmidt, you get everybody. So definitely download that, the Wildcaster app. And you can follow me on Twitter at PJ09. Okay, PJ. So let's talk a little bit of the Arizona women's uh, softball. I got to admit, um, you know, there's a point, you know, when Arizona's dropping games left and right, you're like, is this Arizona softball? Is this going to work? But that's also why I'm more of a fan than an expert on this because everybody was saying just they'll they'll figure everything will figure it out. Fast forward, Arizona's coming off a nice little a nice little sweep over the uh, uh, last uh, excuse me three games, and now you got a, uh, Mississippi State coming in. What have you seen Arizona? And how have you seen them transform over this past I don't know couple three weeks or so? Sure, um, you know I think that they're um, I think that. Coach Caitlin Lowe has them peaking at the right time, right? Mm-hmm. You want to play your best ball during the postseason. And I think that's exactly what happened. They had a lot of growing pains this year. It was her first year as coach. Um, they had a lot of injuries. Janelle Mionio, who was mm-hmm. last year's freshman of the year, goes down with a stress fracture and is out for six weeks. Right. Then Car- um, uh, Sophia Carroll is out for a bunch of games with a concussion. Then we find out uh, just this week that Hannah Bowens is pitching through a hip injury right? um, and is in tremendous pain. And I'm sure there's other little things that have happened along the way. And, um, you know, players just play through a lot of that. So there was a lot of sort of newness to the program and a lot of things they struggled with. And they started putting it together um, and part of the towards the end of the Pac-12 season, um, the other thing that we've noticed, and and sometimes you don't notice this until after, right? Because when it's right. going on, you're like, oh, they're losing, or they're only winning one of three in a series, or something like that. Well, that turns out the Pac-12 is the best conference in softball in the country. Thank you. That was going to be my next point. It's kind of like you know what? When PJ Brown comes in to cover a sport. That conference raises its game. Let's be honest. <laughs> Pac-12 women's basketball, best conference. Pac-12 women's softball, best conference. One common denominator, the woman that I'm talking to right now, P.J. Brown. I don't know about that because Mike Andreo won all those championships without me. So I think it's, you know, it was him before. So. You know what I think? Um, and and this is somebody, somebody who's, you know, lived in Tucson almost my whole life. 
People always ask me, what's happened with Arizona softball? It's not what happened with Arizona softball. It's that other teams started to raise their game because of the image that Mike Candrea put out there. I mean, let's be honest, PJ. Mike Candrea made softball a national game, not just a regional game where kids in Southern California play. And so, yeah, Arizona's still good, but guess what? Other programs said, you know what, we'd like to be like them as well. It's not so much Arizona, it's that people kind of caught up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the SEC and the ACC have big football money, let's face it. And they poured a lot of money into their softball programs, and they got good. Right. And so all the talent isn't coming just to Arizona and UCLA anymore. It's going everywhere. And, Mm -hmm. And there's a lot more talent than there used to be. Because more, right. and I look at it, more girls are playing softball now than they did like 30, 20, 30 years ago. So there's that's a bigger a pool thing. to choose from. It's a really good thing. He built this. Yeah. And so that's really what happened. And we knew the Pac 12 was good, but this year was like this weird year. We weren't quite sure, quite sure how good they were. But when they put seven teams in the yeah. post, seven of nine teams in the postseason, and five of those seven go on to the Super Regionals. Um, and you're guaranteed one team, at least one team, in the World Series because Stanford's playing Oregon State this weekend. So one Pac-12 team is in. Mm-hmm. And it's just up to the others to figure out who else is in. Because let's face it, they have a chance to put four teams in the World Series. And it's probably going to be two or three. Right. What do you look at for for this? All right. So this uh, obviously big games, then big games starting off tomorrow against Mississippi State. What are people what should the average fan look for? What are you looking for from Arizona as obviously the competition steps up a little bit higher? Right. So I think if they can get the same type of performance out of Hannah Bowen and Devin Nets that they got last weekend, they both pitch complete game shutouts. Mm -hmm. They raise their game so much. In postseason, I, I was calling her postseason bow because Bowen <laughs> just knows how to flip that switch. She did it last year, and now she's doing it this year. If they can continue to pitch like that, then the defense is like, "We got your back." Busy mm-hmm. Pacho said, "When they're when Bo is pitching or Devin's pitching and they're on." I got their back, right? right. She De, uh, Izzy Pacho is going to catch those spectacular, uh, you know, fall balls and all that kind of stuff. And they're all going to do that. They're all going to raise their level more because the pitchers raising their level. And and the and the bats, the bats are just going to come through. Now, you know, you look at Mississippi State, um, and they have one really great hitter and that's Mia Davidson. She's a catcher. She actually played. She's the only player left on both teams who played in the 2018 Tucson regional when these two teams met in the finals. Right. Um, Hannah Bowen and, and peanut Martinez were on the team, but they didn't play in that game. And so, um, and Mia Davidson is the sec's, um, home run leader leader. runs. Right. So, um, so I was looking at a little bit of uh, fast pitch softball recruiting just to try to get a little bit. 
And obviously, Arizona's got a nice class coming in so far. You signed five. And then look at it. It's kind of highlighted by a Sydney Summerdike, who is one of the best pitchers in the entire country. Here's what I here's the best way that I can describe how things have changed a little bit. And again, this is a this is a good thing because it means that more women are playing softball. It means there's a bigger playing field. But she's one of the five or six best pitchers in the entire country. 15, 20 years ago, Arizona's probably getting the other two or three now. You can only get one out of five. So, but when you've looked at it, that's when Arizona's been its best is when you've had that kind of dominant pitcher to go in there. And I'm just happy that Caitlin Lowe has been able to stabilize things so people know again, this is Mike Andrea's, this is Mike Andrea's program right here. He wasn't going to leave it in the hands of somebody that didn't know what they were doing, PJ. Oh, not at all. I mean, she basically was handpicked. He groomed her for this position. Mm-hmm. She is, you know, she's doing, she's putting her stamp on the program. This is, while people were, it was going through and they were going through ups and downs. That's what happens the year after a legend leaves, right? That's right. what's going to happen. And the fact that she's got them in the super regionals, that's great coaching. Right. Right. That is great coaching. The fact that they were able to, you know, pick it up at the end of the season and then just play phenomenally last weekend. That's great coaching. And um, she was the right person in the right moment for this job. All right. So speaking of the right person at the right moment for this job, well, real quick, DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Put in five bucks, get $150 in free plays. Got baseball coming on. PJ is a Cubs fan, correct? Oh, yeah. Big Cubs fan. All right. So, you know what? If you're like PJ and you're like, oh, I like the Cubs and you want to make it a little bit more interesting, not saying PJ is doing that, but go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Put in five bucks, $150 in free plays. Arizona only, 21 and up. Uh, Gambling issues, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. All right, PJ, before uh, before we let you go, because you got a presser to get to, I want to talk about a little bit of Arizona women's basketball. You brought up Justin Spears, fantastic catch by him and Ali yesterday, getting Maya Naji on to the uh, onto the show. Salute to those guys. Very cool. I've had so many people ask me about what Maya Naji's role is next year, because you know she's a mega recruit. She's related to Zeke Naji. But you're the, you're kind of the ultimate insider. How do you see – how do you see Adia, you know, mixing, you know, bringing people back like a Kate Reese, but also realizing, wow, I got this generational talent, right? What's her role next year? Well, I have to say this. Um, Adia Barnes is keeping everything under wraps. And oh. we'll see more of this as as the summer. She'll probably talk more in the next couple of months about how she's going to use all these players. But but especially for, for Maya, she is a generational player. She's going to be, um, she's a player you want to watch. Like you will pay to watch her. Right. Um, last time we said some something something like that was Ari McDonald. Mm-hmm. And right. um, and again, I'm not comparing Maya to Ari because I never do that. Maya is her own person. Mm-hmm. She's she's a phenomenal person. She's going to be a phenomenal basketball player for this. Right. Um, program and she's going to stand on her own. Um, she does things that are completely different than Ari or anybody else who's played in this program. And um, and I will say that she will get a lot of playing time because not only is she good, 
but she's going to earn that playing time. She's going to work really hard in practice and earn that time. So we'll see how Adia is able to juggle time with um, her and Kate and Lauren and also, um, you know, just make it all seem seamless that she can just play them all together or, you know, and, and how she's going to mix that up. Um, but it's going to be fun to see. You brought, So when we had you on last, you were talking about, and again, this is why PJ is a great follow, because whenever I ask PJ about something, generally what she tells me will come to fruition sooner than later. And she said Adia knows what she's doing about, you know, retooling her roster. Well, listen to PJ Brown. You brought in three all-conference caliber players, including the second leading scorer in the Pac-12 last year from ASU, <laughs> and Jade LaVille. What now do you look at from the roster? Um, because, again, you've added a lot of score and punch. You've added almost 40 points per game just from other D1 players. you got the recruiting class coming in. you got Kate. you got Lauren coming back. What other areas would you maybe like to see the roster tinkered with a little bit? Or is this kind of, I'm ready to rock and roll with this? I think Gadia's staying pat with us. This is it. Right. She okay. had said that she wants, what, 12 or 13. That's mm -hmm. her sweet spot players on the team going forward. And that's what she's going to do. She, I think she even said, I'm just going for three, two or three, right. and that's it. So she, I believe that she's staying pat. If she surprises us, she surprises us with someone else, but I think this is it. Um, the, the one thing that this group of transfers brings besides the scoring punch, um, there's a lot of rebounding. And um, I think the most exciting thing is the versatility. Yeah. So if you look at all three players, they're not just a point guard. You know, right. uh, they can play point, shooting guard, small forward. They can play guard forward. They're always there's always like a slash, and they can be versatile. And the player that it, that reminds me of is Sam Thomas. So when you look to find when you have versatility, you have really good players who can help you. Whatever else, like if Adia wants to go with a small lineup. She's got the right folks. If she wants to go a little bit bigger, she's got the right folks. If she wants to have like all shooters or really like all defense, I mean, she's got a lot of options, right. a lot more than she's had in the past. Now she's had depth before and what we thought were good options but was it let me let me stop you there real quick. Yeah. Was it proven depth like this? Because these are the, the the women that she's brought in now. I mean, these these are proven players. Sorry, go ahead. Right, I think these are higher level players than she had than the transfers last year. Not that I'm trying to. No, I know what you're saying. The the transfers last year, but there were a lot of weird things that happened. A lot of injuries, and they couldn't play, and they just and maybe they didn't work hard enough in practice. The big thing is. You work hard in practice, you earn your playing time, you get on the court and you do your thing. Right. That's and and that's Adia's transparent with that. That's the way it is. Um, these players are going to come in and they come in at a higher level and they're and they're versatile and they can do a lot of different things for her. Plus, I must uh, shout out um, Maddie Connor 
because I keep seeing some videos on right. her Instagram saying showing that she's working out. She's doing things like I'm like, how do you do that? Right. I mean, she's incredible. She's she's in the gym. She's coming back stronger. She's going to take that jump next year. She's going to come back this summer, do more player development with Adia and with Salvo. And you're going to see um, a much better you know, Maddie Connor, she's going to be a definitely a sophomore Maddie Connor. I had a, uh, it's funny. I had somebody around the program tell me this a while back and I forgot to bring it up, but I thought it was a cool quote about Adia. And she said, Adia is actually a lot more simple than people give her credit for. She's about two things, developing strong young women and in the process, winning basketball games. There's no agenda. That's, that's what it is. Building character and winning games. So if Adia isn't playing you, that's not a a personal shot towards you. That's just saying that I'm putting the players out there that I feel can best win. That's it's that simple. Well, and, and what it really is, it's this: it's that you didn't show her that you're working hard enough, and maybe somebody else is better than you. I mean, she even said at one point. Um, you know, sometimes people get upset that they're not getting playing time. And she asks them the question, well, who should I sit? Right. You know, and it's like, should I sit a Sam Thomas? Like, <laughs> right, better right. than you. should I sit a Kate Reese right. and Amy McDonald? Like, wh- right. what is it? And that usually then people know, like, oh, like maybe they get it in their head. Like, oh, I got to do something to to get out there. Right. All right, PJ, before we let you go, and again, you're fantastic. The ultimate good luck charm, by the way, as we've established <laughs> earlier. Can we? I've had multiple people ask me about the work of art over your right shoulder. Can you sure. uh, break that down a little bit for the folks out there? Sure. That's a Bolotovsky, and it's signed. And my mom got it, I think, in the early 70s, late 60s, early 70s. All my life I grew up with this. And uh, I'm fortunate that right now I'm sitting in my office, which is our den area. Uh And I'm fortunate enough that she let me hang it because we have a lot of red things. I have a red couch and (laughs) red's my favorite color. And so I'm very fortunate that she she lets me share it in here instead of putting it out in that one of our, in like our living room. So. That it's it's fantastic. Like I said, I thought that I was, you know, I'm not the most artistically inclined guy, but it wasn't just me, so I figured I'd bring that up. All right, real quick, because I know you got to run. Where can people find you again? Okay, PJ Brown 9 on Twitter. And also download the free Wildcaster app. And that's everything Wildcats all the time. Anything you want from me or any of the other Daily Star uh, writers, you can find there. PJ, you're the best. We'll have you on again next week to get us all caught up on everything. You're fantastic. Thanks, Mike. Always right, great we'll to talk- be here. All right, we'll talk to you soon. PJ Brown from the Arizona Daily Star. All right, what she was able, uh, well, let's do a quick little read here. DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Put in five bucks, get $150 in free plays. That simple, that easy. Um, You got the games going on right now. My Heat don't look very good right now, so you might say Mike's an idiot. I'm going to go against the Miami Heat. Doesn't matter as long as it's your first pick. Doesn't matter who wins. You get $150 in free plays. All right, PJ's the best because she's got her ear, obviously, to the softball, to the uh, women's basketball side, so we're going to keep certainly keep that uh, 
keep her uh, coming back and we'll have her back maybe this weekend or early next week. You have my word on that. All right. Before we sign off here, just wanted to give you another quick little update because obviously Arizona men's basketball is in the news. Keon Brooks, one more player, again, that you're going to have to start keeping a close eye on. I'm not saying Dalen Terry's leaving, but there certainly is some hubbub. The folks at Draft Express, the uh, slash ESPN have certainly talked about that. So Arizona is looking at other options. Um, if that were to happen right now, Keon, Keon Brooks would be that guy from Kentucky, former five-star kid, averaged about 10 and five. He's good. I just want to let people know, though, that if you lose a player like a Dalen Terry, that he's not an easy guy. You don't find guys like that in the transfer portal, guys that can initiate, guys that can run the offense. So I think we all know by this stage in the game that Dalen Terry, or excuse me, that Tommy Lloyd is going to figure everything out. It's kind of like a Dia Barnes. You show me your track record, you know a lot more than me, I'm going to be cool with what you can do. But there is, an, there is a very legitimate possibility that Dalen Terry does move on, and Arizona's looking at the options. And when you're talking about a guy who started at Kentucky last year, that also goes to show you the type of type of frame of reference that Arizona can work with right here. So we'll keep you up to date on that. Podcast coming tomorrow with all the latest stuff. We'll have another live stream up Saturday. But, again, I'm feeling better. I finally tested negative for covid Appreciate you guys all bearing with me through it because I know for a couple days I sounded terrible. I'm sure Brian still has ringing in his ears from when he was talking to me. But PJ Brown, the best. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Thank you so much. You have been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.